the Joey Miller Podcast. I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word, and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed. So check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe. So make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the word together. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm Pastor Joey Miller, and we are talking about the power of a strong spirit. Uh, This message has been on my heart so much. I shared it with my circle of friends, and I want to share it with you all because I believe that the day and the hour that we're living in, this is such an important principle to live by is women of God, women uh, who are spirit-led, that we're living in a time like no other. And, you know, before what may have gotten you by or may have sustained you uh, isn't the level that you can live at and operate from from this point moving forward. I, was, I remember clear back in 2020, uh, feeling this way, that it was time to really uh, encourage and for myself to make sure I had a strong spirit uh, going into 2020. And of course, 2020 happened. But the times that we're living in, the Bible says this, that the dark will get darker, but the light will shine brighter. And with everything going on in the world today, uh, you know, I just want to remind you of the God that you serve, that he is an ever-present help in time of need. And Watching five minutes of the news could be disheartening. It could bring discouragement, anxiety, fear, but that is not our portion. And neither is just hiding our head in the sand and pretending like nothing is going on, that it's time to rise up as women of God, as women who are filled with the spirit, who are strong in spirit. So I want to go over with you today a few principles on how you can check to see where your spiritual strength is and how you can develop a strong spirit. Maybe you have been walking with the Lord for a really long time and there's still room to grow. Or maybe you're a new believer and everything is kind of new to you. Well, you know, the most on fire that you are for God shouldn't be when you first get saved, although we are on fire at that point and we're so grateful for what God has done. But the Bible wants us to to grow uh, brighter and brighter in burning for the Lord. And so we're going to talk about how you can actually live and cultivate a lifestyle where you're strong in spirit. Proverbs 24.10 says this, If you shrink back in time of trouble, how small is your faith? You know, uh, in, in the Bible, it says that we're in this world, but we're not of this world. That means this, that while we're in this world, Jesus said, you, know, you will have trials. And a lot of people stop there and say, well, in this world, I'm just always going to have trials. And that's always the way it's going to be. But he goes on and the second part of the verse is where the power is. It says, in this world, you will have trials, but take heart for I have overcome the world. And that's telling me in that verse that as long as I know and I serve Jesus, there is nothing in this earth, nothing hell can send at me that Jesus hasn't already overcome. And because of him, I too can overcome. But just like Proverbs 24 says, if we shrink back in time of trouble, our faith isn't very strong. You know, I think about the Israelites when Moses was bringing him out, bringing them out of Egypt and Egypt in the book of Exodus. 
They could have gone uh, the shorter way into the promised land, but they would have faced enemies. And and the Bible says that, that God didn't take him that way because he was afraid that if they had too much adversity when they were coming out of the promised land, that they would shrink back, that they would turn back and go back to Egypt and think, this is just too hard. I can't do it. So he took them the long way and he was trying to reveal himself to them as provider, as protector, uh, as one who would go before them, put an angel behind them, lead them in the day by a cloud and a fire by night, trying to build up their faith for them to see miracle after miracle, manna from heaven coming down. And this was a progression of faith that God was trying to bring the people of Israel through so that whenever they got to their promised land, they would have a strong spirit, a spirit that could sustain it even in times of adversity and in times of trouble. And, and I believe that's what God does in our lives, too, that, that whenever we get saved, he then gives us, the Bible says, a measure of faith. Each and every one of us starts with, like, I think of it as like that seed of faith. And, and then it's our responsibility to grow in faith, to, to grow our spirits in the things of the Lord, because a strong spirit will sustain you no matter what adversity comes near you, because that strong spirit comes from the Lord, comes from walking with the Holy Spirit, comes from what Jesus did for us. That same spirit now lives inside of us. And if we cultivate it and, and we grow it, it will sustain us. At Proverbs eighteen fourteen talks about this. It says, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? You know, this alludes to the fact that other versions say it'll sustain us in sickness, but in any kind of trouble, uh, we could be confident, unmovable, and ready for anything when our spirit man is strong. You know, I think about 2 Samuel 22, verse 30, where, uh, where it says, for, for by thee I have run through a troop. By my God, I have leapt over a wall. David is talking about here the strength of the spirit that comes upon us in a supernatural way that even natural barriers, we seem to just run through. Things that maybe were hard for you before as you grow strong in spirit are going to be the easiest thing that you have ever done. Think about that. Think about maybe your spiritual progression. And when you first became a Christian, maybe it was hard for you to tithe. Maybe it was hard for you uh, to get out the anointing oil and believe God was going to heal your child. Maybe you just were always running to the ER or the doctor's office before you prayed the prayer of faith. But that's not where you are now because you have grown in the things of God. And so it's possible to grow in God. Mark 9, 23 talks about the capacity that we have as Christians, that we can actually grow and enlarge our capacity, that we can believe God for anything. In Mark 9, 23, Jesus is talking and he said, if you can, they were questioning Jesus, if he could do this. And Jesus said, if I can, if you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for one who believes. Everything is possible. If you can, you can do this. You can speak to that mountain and say, be cast into the sea and it will obey you if you grow in faith. So let's talk about that today. How do I build a strong spirit? How do I know where I am right now in my spiritual strength? Well, Let's talk about that for a second. How do you know if you have a strong or weak spirit? And this is kind of a, a revealer of it. Uh, it's a kind of a litmus test in our lives. And, uh, you know, are there areas 
that the enemy seems to be bullying you around in? Are there areas in your life that the enemy bullies you around in? And what do I mean by that? You know, I think about in 1 Samuel 17 when Goliath was on the field with David and uh, David didn't let him bully him around because David had a strong spirit. For 40 days and 40 nights, Goliath had been bullying the people of God, telling them their God, who did they think they were, their God wasn't uh, big and all of these things. And David shows up. They were operating in a weak spirit. They were actually hiding under intimidation uh, in the hillsides. And David shows up on the scenes with a strong spirit. And he confronts that bullying spirit uh, that was trying to undermine his authority and his identity in Christ. And a good way to tell uh, if you're strong in spirit is to say, are there areas in my life where the enemy is still pushing me around and bullying me around in? Are there areas in my life that I back off because of intimidation, because of fear? I mean, let's get real here. You know, Jesus is coming back soon. When, when you ha- think about that and everything that that means and, and you think about, you know, the end of the book and we win, but but from the from the point where you're at now to the point where we win, uh, do, you, do you get afraid? Are you intimidated? I mean, those are natural things, the unknown and, and we're mothers and we try to care for our children and our families and what's going to happen and we know what's going ha- what's happening around the world. Well, is that an area that the, the enemy is bullying you around in? Well, that's an opportunity in in that area to grow strong in spirit. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe your your family's constantly battling sickness. You say no more devil. I'm going to go sh- I'm going to get in my word and I'm going to learn every healing scripture. I'm going to recite it until it's deep down in building my spirit up. 3 John 2 says this. It says I hope all is well with you and you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Listen, God wants you to be whole and strong in every area of your life. So take that and say, okay, am I strong in spirit? Well, how is that even manifesting to my physical body? Am am I always dealing with sickness? Am I always afraid of becoming sick? What about emotionally in my soulish realm? You know, am I always battling depression? Am I always battling uh, anxiety? You know, to really say, well, I'm, I've had enough of this. The enemy is not going to, to take me out in these areas anymore. I'm going to strengthen my spirit. It is possible. It just takes you building yourself up in faith. You have a measure of faith. Now you start growing your faith. And there's some different ways that we can grow our spiritual muscles. And, you know, one of the questions that I ask myself when I want to grow strong in an area is, you know, or maybe if I'm noticing that I'm weak in an area is what have I been taking in? What have I been feeding myself? Because you're either going to be feeding your flesh or you're going to be feeding your spirit, man. There's no neutral. You're either feeding what's beneficial to your spirit or what's beneficial to your flesh. And you know, I'm not saying that they have to be all business all the time. We have a ton of fun in our family. But let me tell you this. The majority of our diet is feeding our spirit. Like never before, I have taken on this truth and this responsibility uh, as, as the uh, you know, one of the parents in our home that, that we need to be feeding our spirit because of the time and the hour in which we live in. There's no time to, to lean back, to slack off. And you know, the natural response when we're feeling weak in an area or where we're feeling defeated or stressed is to back off, to say, you know what, I don't want to deal with the reality of watching the news right now. It's making me anxious. So instead, I'm going to turn on Netflix and I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch Kardashians or whatever the popular show is right now. I have no idea. But I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch it and I'm going to escape 
reality. Well, that might feel good to your flesh, but what you need to do is you need to get into the word of God in that moment. You need to put on a, a podcast, a sermon, and feed your spirit. That's doing nothing to benefit your spirit. It's actually coddling your flesh. And so, you know, what are you taking in? Are you feeding and becoming strong in your spirit? Or when the enemy tries to bully you and there's different areas in your life, or maybe you're just, um, you know, you're just worn out and you're like, you know what, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to dive into God's word today. It's so important that you press through and you do it because Romans 10 17 says this faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God that whenever you're feeling like you don't want to you can't you're discouraged you're anxious you just want to run from your problems you just want to pull the covers up over your head you need to do the opposite you need to get in God's word you need to, to pray you need to press in to God because that's what fills your spirit that's what makes your spirit uh, grow you know we grow our spiritual muscles it's just like if you would go to the gym. Uh, I've been to the gym uh, many times in my life. And, and there's been times that I go and, and I, I'm like putting in a hard like two weeks and I'm like, geez, nothing's happening. What in the world? And then there's other times like a season that I went through where I thought, you know what, I'm going to get in really good shape. And I started going to the gym diligently. And, um, you know, I was on high protein intake and, uh, you know, doing all of those great things. And I started to gain a lot of muscle mass. And I'm telling my my trainer, I'm like, what's going on here? You know, I wanted to get in shape. And he said, you are in shape. Your, your coats probably don't even fit you anymore. You're bulking up. And I was like, oh, man, you're right. They don't. But that's not what I had in mind for getting in shape. But but the, the point is, putting diligence in every day, I was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's how it is with our spiritual muscles, that when we start exercising our faith, we get stronger. We, we start to grow in the things of God. Just by getting in the word a little bit every day, praying a little bit every day, you're going to start to increase your spirit, man. You're going to notice, wow, you know, the things that used to trigger me, the things that used to set me off, they don't do that anymore. I'm maturing and I'm growing in God. I'm becoming stronger. Uh, you know, just like I said before, uh, there might have been a time when when your child got sick, you panicked uh, in the thought worst case scenario. But now, no, you speak the word of God over that baby. You get out the anointing oil. Uh, you pray over your children. There might have been a time when you and your spouse would get into a fight and it would be a, a five day fight where you didn't talk to each other. And now you say, you know what? I choose peace. The fruit of the spirit of gentleness and self-control is operating in your life. What's happening? You're exercising your spiritual muscle. Every time you make a choice uh, to put action to God's word, to fill your life with God's word, your spiritual muscle is growing. It could be over your finances. Uh, you know, start to exercise your spiritual muscle. Maybe you haven't been a tither and you say, you know what, I'm going to start tithing uh, for three months and see if God's word is true or not. You're exercising, you're growing in that. You're going to start sowing and giving. I remember uh, a time in our lives where giving the tithe was enough, but then offering on top of that was like, whoa. But now, you know, breaking records yearly and what we are able to give and sow to the Lord because our spiritual muscles have grown. We have seen God's track record. And that's what happens. You see, wow, you know what? When I started tithing, God was faithful. So I'm going to tithe and give offering. And wow, he's faithful because your God and the God you serve is a faithful God. So as you exercise your faith, God is faithful to show up and then you get stronger and stronger. And I laugh all the time 
because new Christians are so awesome in the fact that they're like, yes, you know, uh, I believe God can heal. I believe God can raise the dead and I'm going to go out and heal the sick and raise the dead. But they haven't exercised and grown their faith to that level yet. So they go out and, and the first time they get rejected or the first time they don't see a healing, they think, oh, this doesn't work and they quit. No, uh, your faith level just wasn't there yet. So starting to grow it in those little ways, starting to to believe God, you know, whenever cold symptoms start to come on, you know, in Jesus name, uh, this cold will not come on me. What are you doing? You're growing in faith. There's a progression. There's a progression there. What does the Bible say? The word starts small in a seed and it starts to grow and grow and grow in our hearts and in demonstration in our lives. And why do I say that? I say it because of this, the time that we're living in, we have to have our faith muscles ready to go. It's going to be not a good scenario if we're waiting until that time of trouble or until a time uh, where we feel like, oh man, now I need to exercise that I need to be in my full capacity and we haven't done anything to grow our faith. So you need to start exercising in these areas. Listen to me. I'm not going to live in fear over what the government, what the world can hold over my head in the area of finances, in the area of health, uh, whatever that is uh, in the area of my children. I'm not going to let the enemy make me feel like I'm held hostage to the systems of this world because I serve a God who is a healer. I serve a God who is a provider. And I am not going to wait, though, until uh, that moment where where, you know, I, I need it in that moment to say, okay, now I believe it. I'm going to start living and exercising and growing my faith to that point so that, that I don't have to rely on the systems of this world. I rely on the God that I serve. So start exercising faith now over your health. Start declaring God's word over your health. Start, you know, believing God for divine health and strength to be your portion over your finances. Start believing God instead of whipping out a credit card saying, no, God, if you can't provide, I don't want it. And I know you can provide. So I'm going to stand in faith. It's way too easy not to exercise our spiritual muscle in the climate that we are currently living in because there's so many easy ways out, you know, going and getting a prescription, going and putting it on our credit card, uh, just deciding, you know, that that we're going to just live a certain way. Uh, is just way too easy, but it also cripples us in the sense of it makes us depend on something other than our God. So start to train yourself. First Timothy 4, 7 says this, train yourself towards godliness. Start to train yourself today. How? How do you train yourself towards godliness? Continue to read the Bible. Maybe you read a chapter every day. Well, Grow your capacity. Buy a study Bible. I was just talking to my 17-year-old son about this. And uh, I said, here, borrow my study Bible. You're going to love reading the history and the backstory. And he he loved it. So stretch your capacity. Confess God's word. Maybe you say, I did it for a season, but I didn't see it working. Continue to confess and speak uh, God's word over your life. It will bring life to your situations. It's a seed that you're sowing towards a future harvest. Continue to pray and stand in faith. Listen, James 1.22 says, be doers of the word and not just hearers only. And we're really good at that, I feel like, of hearing the word and saying, yes, amen. But when it comes to day-to-day application, you know, we might say, yes, I want to be healthy and fit. But when it comes to going to the gym day-to-day, we're like, eh, I'm going to skip a day here or there. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I'm telling you, uh, don't miss out on an opportunity to grow your faith. Be a doer and not a hearer 
only. And pray in the Holy Spirit. Build your faith muscle. Build, you get strong in the Spirit by praying in the Holy Ghost. Seek the Lord. If you're not already filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with evidence of speaking in tongues, the Apostle Paul said, I pray with my understanding. And I pray in the spirit. Uh, the Bible says uh, that, that when you know not what to pray, the spirit actually intercedes and prays through you. One of the jobs when you, when you, of the Holy Spirit is to edify the believers. So whenever you're praying in the Holy Spirit, it's edifying you personally. It's building up your faith. It's building up your spiritual strength and, and your God muscle. I spend time every day praying in the Holy Spirit. If I'm just in my car and it's quiet, I'll pray in the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, says sing, sing songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. I'll sing in the spirit. What's it doing? It's building my faith up. It's edifying me so that I'm not thinking about stupid junk. So I'm not listening to stupid music. No, I'm edifying and building myself up in the spirit. Lastly today, learn to rest in the Lord. If you're going to have a strong spirit, you need to learn to rest in him when it's time to rest in God. You know, think about whenever you're training for a marathon, you know, a runner has to know when to push and when to rest, when to push, when to rest, train four days a week, maybe take off three, because if you push your muscles to the limit, it's not good. There's a point where you have to say, you know what, God, I'm going to do what I can do. And then I'm going to stand. Ephesians talks about that saying everything that I have done to, and I'm now going to stand and continue to stand firm in the Lord. After you've done everything that you can do, you continue to stay in faith. That doesn't mean that you're not praying anymore. That doesn't mean you're not believing anymore. But there's a point where you say, my spiritual strength is crossing over to the point that I know that it is a done deal. I know that it is finished. And now I could rest. I could rest in you. I could rest in your presence. I can sit and be refreshed and renewed, knowing that as I cast my cares upon you, uh, you're caring for me in First Peter 5, uh, verse 6, that you can rest in his presence, knowing that he is a God who always provides and always answers prayer. So learning that, learning that the part of having a strong spirit is abiding in the Lord in the sense of, you know, the enemy would love nothing more for you to get so, uh, so stressed out and praying. And yes, we do that. We cross over where we're we're just praying about something, praying about something, and we, and we think we're being spiritually strong, but then we cross over into the flesh and we start to take on these burdens. We start to carry these worries and these anxieties in our own strength. And there's a point where we just give it all to him and say, Lord, I'm staying in faith, but I'm, I'm staying in your presence. I'm letting your presence renew me today, wash over me, making me uh, strong, that those who wait upon the Lord, their strength will be renewed. So I'm going to wait on you today. And as I do that, I'm getting the peace of God. I'm renewed in the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. And I'm growing in God. So are you spiritually strong today? If, or if there's areas that the enemy is still bullying you around in, take the word of God and build yourself up in those areas. Activate these principles. Start to release and exercise your faith over every area of your life. Listen, this isn't the day to mess around. This isn't the day to back off. This isn't the day to be fearful and anxious. This is the day to rise up as the people of God and to stand in a position of spiritual strength. And I love you so much. I'm praying for each of you. And I know God has got the best things ahead. I'll talk to you soon on the Joey Miller Podcast. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that his grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller podcast.